0: in my opinion the scariest thing about narcissists is how they come into your life looking like you know the best thing you could have ever asked for everything you've ever wanted in one person they come into your life looking like a dream come true you tell yourself it's too good to be true well that's probably because it is hello and welcome to the living and healing podcast where we'll be talking about all forms of abuse recognizing the early signs finding the strength to live, and beginning the agile journey to healing. I'm your host, Phoenix, and together, I hope that we can build a safe haven where survivors and victims alike can come to realize that they are not alone and they can overcome. Hi, guys. Um, (laughs) Welcome back to the Living and Healing Podcast. This is our third episode. Woo! (laughs) <laughs> we are moving forward we are going aya. a we are going higher oh we are going higher 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 every day i hope people are feeling my voice <laughs> um i don't know why i'm excited which is funny because at the time i started to record this episode tonight um i was feeling so tired and exhausted i've been feeling fatigued all day and um yeah i should have recorded this episode hours ago but we're doing it now as long as we are doing it that's what matters right how have you guys been how has everything been i hope you have been good i hope you have been well um i've been good myself what have i been up to and uh, let me see just the usual, you know, working, creating content, connecting with my con- community, speaking with clients, the usual, the usual, yeah, um, how was my weekend? My weekend was quite busy. A friend of mine had a birthday get-together on Friday and I've become the designated cook in most of my friendship groups which <laughs> are just two because i don't really do friendship groups so i always find myself cooking whenever we have gatherings like this but i enjoy it a lot because you know cooking for the people i love is one of the ways i express my love First into gift giving and acts of services so yes there's that and i love cooking so yeah then on saturday yeah on saturday i went to my designer's place i also went to do a little shopping i went to get some polos and f- and some chin As because i was running out of polos and then um in the evening i had a webinar on my instagram page and then sunday i went to church after church i went for community hangout which is basically salem Kingins, you know community hangout where i met some really, really amazing people today i was supposed to go see a friend of mine that just gave birth but I told myself, just take it slow. Take it slow, rest so that you don't crash again, you know. And that's basically what I did all day. I took it slow. So, guys, that's how my week has been. That's how my weekend was, actually. Um, I hope that your weekend was just as wonderful, just as nice. If so, I'm happy to hear that. Today, we'll be discussing a very interesting topic. But before we go into that, I would like to um say thank you guys so much for the love that you've been showing me so far with my podcast. I honestly don't even know where to start, you know, expressing the depth of my gratitude. I am so, so grateful. You people have been so amazing to me. You are sharing, you are telling your friends, you are um reposting, you are leaving reviews guys guys amazing amazing i'm so so grateful thank you so today we are going to be speaking about narcissism um or more oddly we are going to be speaking about narcissists who they are how they operate and the harm that being in a relationship with a narcissist can cause i'll first like to start by saying that I think that this i believe that this episode is really really important i believe that we need to create more awareness about narcissism because we actually have a lot of narcissists living among us like there are so many and there are so many people who you know get caught in um, relationships with narcissists and i just want to tell you narcissist is an emotional abuser there is no two way about this it's just like expecting a psychopath to be a good person you know narcissism is actually a personality disorder yeah it is a personality disorder is genetics and then it's um brain physiology they really can't help themselves well except they go to therapy and actually come into getting better but yeah narcissism is a personality disorder so those tendencies to emotionally abuse people who they are in close contact with they can't help it except they admit that they need help and they actually like take steps to seek that help so if you are in a relationship with a narcissist if the person is your boss your colleague your boyfriend your girlfriend your spouse um, your parents your sibling an abusive relationship there are no two ways about it the only kind of narcissist that will not be abusive is a narcissist that is actively getting help from a therapist and learning how to be a better person and um narcissistic abuse which is what it is called when you are being abused by a narcissist is it's a very 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 um dangerous kind of abuse is devastating really it's what i went through because my ex was a narcissist and you know living that relationship and getting to know who these people are and how they operate you know really helped me gain a lot of understanding in fact while i was doing research for this episode i was just reading things and i was like god like oh my god like look at this like look at this So, you know, I've emphasized since we began this podcast, the need to create awareness because when you don't know these things, how will you know you are being abused and how will you seek to help yourself? Many people are dealing with narcissists in their lives, but they don't realize that the person they are dealing with is a narcissist until they gain enlightenment, until, you know, there's this awareness being made in their minds, in their... Boon their consciousness and then they not get to understand that oh my god this is actually what i've been going through this is what this person has been doing to me and okay this is what i need to do to help myself so yeah that's that's what i just wanted to establish so i'm going to be starting with the definition of a narcissist who is a narcissist a narcissist is a person, as defined by Oxford Dictionary, is a person who has an excessive interest in or admiration of themselves. A narcissist thinks the world revolves around them. That's basically um, the best and simplest way to define a narcissist because everything that they do or say, it all emanates from that their elevated sense of self-importance they are very very self-centered that's who a narcissist is a narcissist is self-centered they only care about themselves what would benefit them what would please them what would work in their favor what would make them happy those are the things that a narcissist cares about a narcissist will pursue their self-interest as the expense of everybody else and you know why because they lack empathy you know if, if i wanted to go into empathy empathy is um just like I, i've read several articles that say that they believe that empathy is just like altruism or autism or you know all those um mental you know conditions is actually something that is, is, is more than just a feeling it's something that there's don't know how to really explain but there's like a small lobe in your brain or like a small organ or something that's in your houses empathy basically so for psychopaths they don't have that because they're not able to feel any emotions at all and we have such a sociopath so narcissists are you know almost in that group i wouldn't say that they operate on such an extreme level as sociopathy or um psychopathy but they literally are unable to feel empathy they can mirror it because that's one thing that you know people who have these conditions are really able to do they are able to mirror other people right they can mirror you know caring being affectionate but deep down they actually can't feel empathy they they lack empathy. So imagine someone who lacks empathy, who can't even, you know, relate to people's pain. Imagine that that person would care about your feelings being hurt or not. They don't care. Or, in fact, another another trait of narcissism is self-empathy. Rather than them feeling empathy for other people, they only feel empathy for themselves. Because They are the only ones they care about, right? They are self-centered. They are selfish. They only care about themselves. So, rather than feel pity for you. They'll feel pity for themselves because it's all about them. Now, imagine someone who only cares about themselves and is not able to feel, you know, the pain of other people or relate to that pain. Imagine the kind of destruction or atrocity or monstrosity that that person can cause or even become just, just, just so, um, today we are really going to be looking deep into this narcissism and all the things that it can be and all the ways having relationships with narcissists can affect us. I made a couple of notes, you know, from my research, not because I cannot speak about it from my head, but I really didn't want to leave anything out. I wanted to, you know, like say everything that um needs to be said so we are going to be um talking about two kinds of narcissism there are two kinds of narcissism we have covert narcissists and we have overt narcissists you know when you hear the word covert c-o-v-e-r-t it basically means undercover but you know when if you watch movies and you hear people talking about covert operations it means they are going undercover they are doing things low-key secretly so People really can't, you know, realize it. People can't spot it outrightly. You know, when you're covert, you're subtle. That's basically... So we have covert narcissists. These narcissists are narcissists that... It's a little harder for you to tell that they're narcissists because they don't outrightly... You know, their narcissistic traits are not all up in your faces. They are more subtle about the way they operate. And then we have the overt narcissists. The overt narcissists have very very obvious like you can just tell from one two three conversations with this person that ah this person is a narcissist this person is so self-centered so now um before we go before we go back to overt and covert narcissism i just want to say that another in other traits that define a narcissist is the fact that they are callous they are all emotional they are are obsessed with Admiration, they are antagonists, and they, you know, they have this delusion of grandeur. So, I'm going to explain what delusion of grandeur means. It's basically when you are always living in fantasy land when you always think that you are bigger than you actually are you are more important than you actually are you know when you see yourself as the president of the old world or the person who is going to take over DuPort, so, you know, the so the delusions of grandeur are very very um common you know with narcissists then i also want to explain uh, what it means for someone to be obsessed with admiration narcissists love to look good they love for everybody to you know say oh that person you know that person is beautiful that person is awesome. this person is smart this person is intelligent they like to be the focus At all times, the point of focus at all times, they love attention on them. They love people seeing them as amazing and good and kind. And that is why a lot of narcissists are very, very good with pretense. And not just being good with pretense, they are also really, really obsessed with making people believe that you are the bad person if you listen to our last episode i'm sure you remember how i spoke about how emotional abusers have this thing they do where because they realize that people outside people will begin to notice the fractions and frictions in your relationship these people begin to wonder what could possibly be wrong they begin to lay groundwork by making people believe that you are the toxic person by making people believe that you are the one with issues, they will go around telling people's twisted stories about you. That is basically what a narcissist does, if only to maintain appearances. They never want people outside, you know, that circle of abuse, that circle of abuse, to know that this is who they are and what they are capable of doing. and they will go to any length. I'm telling you, a narcissist will go to any length possible to appear like a good person at all costs because it's basically what they are so we are going back to um covert and overt narcissism right now so um covert narcissists are basically narcissists that appear shy appear reserved because well they probably have this you know same that makes them shy and reserved but that doesn't make them any less dangerous than overt narcissists it just means that they are a little more sneakier with the things they do the arms the arm they cause she gets so a covert narcissist would use all these slight tricks like manipulation emotional blackmail gaslighting just to make you feel like oh you are you are the silly one right they use all these tricks to, to intimidate and to also maintain control because that's another thing that narcissists like they like to be in control I want to say that a narcissist feeds off people's energy. A narcissist will drain you of your energy. They like seeing you weak and pathetic because it it serves their sense of importance, their sense of, you know, greatness. When they can break you down to a point where you feel worthless, it makes them feel worthy. When they can chop off your self-esteem, your your self-worth. And you are you are begging, you are crawling, you are basically at their mercy, A feel important, they feel fulfilled. So a narcissist always likes to be in control most times, and that's what basically birth narcissistic abuse. Apart from the fact that they don't care about whether you are being hurt or not, because they lack empathy, I mean, and they are very, very self centered. By all means, they want to feel important. They want to feel like they are always at the top. They are always holding the reins. They are always in control in a relationship. So they will use every trick available to get you to a state where you wake up, you look in the mirror, and you don't even recognize the person staring back at you. you This this, um, episode is narcissist mode of operation but before we go into how they fully operate we need to understand who they are and why they do what they do so as i was saying covert narcissists use um, manipulation gaslighting emotional blackmail to maintain control in their relationship another thing that they also use is the meaning jokes, you know, when your narcissist when someone tells you something that really really hurts, when they emulate you, and then they now start trying to make you feel like you are the one overreacting. I was just kidding. Why are you being so sensitive? You know, they tell your words like that. They say, uh, you know what, you are crazy, you are making a big deal out of nothing, and you now start to wondering that am i really being sensitive am i really just making a big deal out of nothing you know is this really not something that i should be making a fuss over i'm telling you it's all intentional it's all deliberate if you are actually talking about it then it's probably a big deal because another thing with covert narcissism is that like i said they are very very subtle so for you to actually catch on to the fact that something is wrong somewhere, it means that they've overdone it this time. So if you are making a big deal out of it, that's because it is a big deal. But they will gaslight you into thinking that you are just being crazy. You know, those, those are some of the words that you will hear from a narcissist a lot. I was just kidding. You are too sensitive. You are crazy. It's not that much of a big deal you should watch out for those words anyone who says those words to you after hurting you or when you are expressing how they hurt you that person is most probably a narcissist now the of narcissists narcissist can be confusing in the sense that they actually suffer from feelings of inadequacy because they have this illusion of grandeur gandra in their mind. that's spelled g-r-a-n-d-e-u-r i hope i'm pronouncing it rightly because they have that illusion of gandra in their minds some of them the cover narcissists find themselves falling short of their own expectations it's like they have this fantasy of who they are or at the very least who they should be in their minds and they are not being that person so they start feeling you know inadequate they start having low self-esteem and that's also one thing that i really 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 want to emphasize on i tell a lot of people most particularly my clients who um come to me to heal from narcissistic abuse that most of what a narcissist does to you comes from a place of low self-esteem I know it's kind of contradictory because on one hand, they think that they're president of the world and they can rule. Then on the other hand, they have low self-esteem. Yeah, you you can think that you are what you are not and still deep inside because you know that you are what you are not. You know, start feeling like you are not all that after all. So these people have low self-esteem. So because of their low self esteem and the need to feel like they are better than everyone, like I mentioned before, they will break down your own self esteem, your self worth. They will put you down, they will bury you, so they cannot finally feel like they are on top of the world. It's like they push you down and climb on top of you to you know feel like they are standing higher than they actually are. That that's basically what they do. Now, a covert narcissist can hold grudges. Oh, my God. Hmm. My goodness. When I They can hold grudges. When you do something to offend them, and I say that in quotes, when you do something to offend them, they would hold that grudge and they would do everything in their power to get back at you. Narcissists are very, very petty and they are very, very big on revenge and payback. No matter the cost, they will get back at you. No matter how low they have to go, you know, how low they have to stoop, the evil things they need to do just to hurt you and make you feel pain, they will do it because they are very, very good at holding grudges. So that's another thing that you need to note about narcissists. Narcissists, some, some covert narcissists also suffer from depression and anxiety. But... Just because they suffer from depression and anxiety doesn't mean that you need to pity them. What you need to do is get them help and get as far away from them as possible. Now let's go to overt narcissism. You know how I when I was explaining the differences, I said that covert narcissists and overt narcissists um, are different in the in the sense that one is more aggressive and the other is. Passive-aggressive. Yeah, I think that's the way I would describe covert narcissism. It's passive-aggressive. You know, they are hurting you, but they are doing it in a way that... It's just like a rat eating, chewing your toe, and then blowing breeze on it. Sure you get. So, yeah. So, what... what, what how are overt narcissists different from covert narcissists? Overt narcissists engage in persistent, bullying d- behaviors. Like, they don't hide it. They will insult you, they will tell you demeaning demeaning words, they will humiliate you, they will ridicule you, they will do things that hurt you in public and in private, they will persistently bully you and make you feel less and less of yourself with each attempt. What else do over-narcissists do? You know, they lie. Oh my god. Over-narcissists are good liars. As long as that lie will benefit them, as long as the lie will serve their selfish interests, as long as the lie will prevent them from getting into trouble, they are going to tell that lie. It doesn't matter who that lie will affect, whose life that lie will ruin, they will tell that lie. They will tell as many lies as possible to keep, you know, presenting themselves in a good light. They also, they have this obsessive need to win. They always like I said they always want to be in control, they always want to be on top, they always want to, you know, have the last word. They always want to make the last track. They always want to let you know that Ooh, I'm better than you are. I'm 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 bigger than you are. They are very, very egotistical. That is they are egos egotistical. They are very, very proud. They have huge egos. And now that's the thing not like the fact that narcissists have huge egos, these egos are very easily bruised. I mean, it does make sense, right? It does make sense. If there is a small balloon in the room, it's easier to avoid the balloon. But when the balloon is so big, what happens? It becomes harder to avoid the balloon. Any small thing, the balloon just goes, boom! So that's the thing about having a big ego. Because your big ego is too big. It's, it's over-exaggerated. It's so easy for you to take anything as an offense. It's so easy for a narcissist to take anything as an offense. So when you this the slightest, slightest things that injures their pride, they take offense. And then they decide that they're going to hold on to that grudge and they're going to pay you back. Now, narcissists are very... Overt Narcissists are very, very aggressive, they are super, super aggressive in the way they will speak to you, in the way they will put you down, in the way they will roughshod you, in the way they will, you know, come after you, they are very, very aggressive Forget covert narcissists that try to use emotional blackmail and manipulation and gaslighting. An overt narcissist will let you know that I'm coming for you and I'm going to get you. Now, can someone be a blend of both? Absolutely, because at the end of the day, they're narcissists, right? A narcissist can be both covert and overt in the sense that they can use or display traits that seem to be peculiar to one kind of narcissism or the other. No, but no one is better than the other. In fact, I don't even like this low poison that is called, you know, covert narcissism because as subtle and less aggressive as it might seem, it means that you won't be able to realize it on time and call it out for what it is. She you guys are grabbing now. So yeah, that's I I don't like it at all. Now, an, an overt narcissist is very, very good at blame shifting. There are people in your life who are never wrong. There are people in your life who never apologize. I tell people that a narcissist never apologizes. Never ever apologizes. A narcissist is never wrong. Instead, they would spin the whole situation in a way that you end up being the one to apologize. Rather than addressing the issue, the issue, they would rather, you know, pick on how you confront them. Oh, why can't you say this to me? Why were you talking to me like that? Why were you raising your voice? Why were you talking so low? I couldn't hear you. Why were you doing this? You know, they shift the blame on you so quickly. And sometimes they even do this blame shifting by hurling accusations at you. They tell you things like, Oh, uh, like imagine confronting the narcissist because they cheated on you. And then the next thing they're telling you that, Oh, are you not so cheating? When you talking to that guy the other day, and you're cheating on him they probably didn't see you talking to any guy or maybe they did and they knew that there was nothing you know going on between you and the guy but they will throw that accusation at you to throw you off balance because now you're on the defense rather than addressing the fact that they cheated on you what you're not doing is trying to defend yourself. No, I didn't cheat on you. How could you say I cheat on you? You're just afraid. I didn't even talk to anybody. Like, who? what the hell are you speaking about? I can't remember talking to anybody that time of the day. Yesterday, I was do you see? And then they don't just, just they don't just do this with you, they do it with people around you. Narcissists will go and recruit people to hate on you. They'll tell people ridiculous things about you and make you seem like you are the one to blame. You know, when a narcissist hurts you and you react, they'll tell people that, didn't I tell you she has anger issues? Didn't I tell you he has anger issues? And then people are seeing you being angry and they are believing that, yeah, you have anger issues. They won't realize that you are just reacting to a provocation from the narcissist. In your life, so are you? Are you seeing how dangerous these people can be? A narcissist is also very entitled. If you are in a relationship with a narcissist, a narcissist is entitled to your time. A narcissist feels entitled to your body. A narcissist feels entitled to your emotions. A narcissist feels entitled to your resources. And when they don't get these things that they believe are their rights are owed to them they begin to act out a narcissist that feels entitled to your body can begin to abuse you sexually in a relationship it's it's it could it could be just sexual coercion and sexual coercion is very broad i will be discussing it later on in this um our podcast when we get to the sexual abuse um series but yeah a narcissist can begin to abuse you sexually because they feel entitled to your body. A narcissist can begin to abuse you financially because they feel entitled to your resources. A narcissist would most definitely abuse you emotionally because they feel entitled to your emotions. They feel like you have to cater to them, care for them, you know, put them first at the expense of yourself. And when they feel like you are not doing that, they will lash out at you and try to hurt you in any and every way they, that they can. This is who a narcissist is. And that's why I always tell people that you need to get out of an abusive relationship the moment you realize that, that relationship is abusive in any way because it usually starts out with one form of abuse, yeah? But it's most often than not degenerates to other forms of abuse that's just the truth you know i keep telling people that one of the things i'm grateful um about my that failed relationship with an abuser despite how ugly everything ended is the fact that is the fact that i actually got out before it was too late because i was so certain listen to this i was so certain that if we ever cause it was a long distance relationship and it was that bad. So you can imagine we really got to like be in the same space at most one week at a time, or let's say 10 days at a time. So imagine, and then we we're making plans to start living in the same state. I keep telling people that I'm so glad that the relationship ended before that happened because I was so certain and I am still so certain that if we began to live in the same state, it would have eventually become physically abusive so do you get what i'm trying to say most times an abuse that's you know emotionally or verbally verbal abuse is a form of emotional abuse anyway and then it degenerates into worse forms of abuse not that i'm saying one abuse is better than the other but you get what i'm trying to say it, it gets worse it never gets better so, it's best to leave as soon as you can. So, yeah, this is, this is basically who a narcissist is. And I hope that we've gotten to, you know, really grasp who they are right now. Now, like I promise every episode should be at most 30 minutes long. And this has a rerun for over 30 minutes. I would be tempted to stop the episode here and then do a part two. But I think that we should just go on and actually look at a narcissist mode of operation. So, um, yeah, guys, thank you for staying with me. (laughs) Now we're just going to run through a narcissist mode of operation. Now it's really, really important for you guys to listen to this, to pay attention to these, to tell your friends, tell your family, because when you know how a narcissist operates, it's. So easy it becomes easy to spot one as soon as possible. I tell people that ever since I had that experience with my abuser, it's so easy for me to know where narcissist is just from. One single word they'll say online, a single sentence, because it's, it's deeper than meets the eye is always deeper than what's on the surface when you understand how a narcissist operates you get to read all the meanings between the lines and because most of them operate, you know the same way when you are able to understand how a narcissist operates i say it again you'll be able to recognize another narcissist immediately and this would equip you you know to give you that armor, that shield you need to protect yourself from a narcissist that wants to come into your life and, you know, will potentially, potentially ruin your life. And if you are already, you know, very involved with a narcissist, this conversation would also help you, you know, realize that the person you are dealing with is actually a narcissist. And because you are now equipped with that knowledge, you now know the next steps to take to save yourself. So how does a narcissist operate? Like I said at the beginning of this podcast, in our opening line, I said that a narcissist comes looking like everything you've ever wished for and more narcissists would take their time to watch you get to know you they'll ask you questions about what you love what you want and you'll be asking just questions because talking stage now right butterflies you think this person is really interested in you this person really wants to know you and now i'm talking close relationships like romantic relationships you know when when it's a case of boss and you know subordinates or colleagues or parents or siblings is is entirely different and like the way they they warm their way into your life is entirely different but right now i'm focusing on romantic relationships a ro a narcissist comes looking like everything that you want They ask you these questions and then you happily answer these questions because you believe it just shows that they are truly interested in who you are as a person and they want to get to know you better. But what you are basically doing is they are building a profile for the facade that they should take on. Let me come again. They are building a profile for the facade that they should take on to please you. So you are studying them a like people will read. A narcissist will tell you that it's a reader. They will start mentioning all the amazing books they've read. And you will fall in love with them deeper because, oh my god, this person just will just click. A narcissist will tell you that you know they love people who are kind and that narcissist will become kind. Not because they can feel empathy, but because, like I said earlier, they are very, very good at mirroring these things. The narcissist will become kind. Narcissist will become attentive. Narcissist will become affectionate. Narcissist will become a reader, a movie lover. A narcissist will become anything you want them to be, just to get into your life. And then when it gets into your life, and and they realize that you are beginning to love them, you are beginning to reciprocate. Narcissist will love bomb you. Yeah they are one of the people that i spoke about love love bombing you know i did a short series on love bombing on my instagram page i think two or three weeks back if you haven't read the series you can check out my instagram page at phoenix black to catch up on the series and understand what love bombing love bombing means a narcissist will love bomb you a narcissist would Make you believe that you are head over heels in love, they'll sweep you off your feet. And when they finally have you where they want you, they'll begin to slowly, slowly review their colors. But before they review their colors, a narcissist will seek to isolate you. I'll come again. A narcissist will seek to isolate you. That's when they begin telling you that they don't want you hanging out with your friends. They will try to start putting an en- start sowing seeds of the tr- distrust, you know, in your mind towards your friends, towards the people that they know are closest to you, people that you rely on for support. The reason why a narcissist is doing this is because they need you to be alone and lonely by the time they begin to, you know, overtly work on you, by the time they begin to really reveal who they truly are, because it's a facade and as good as narcissists are at showing you a fake persona they cannot keep up that facade for such a long time and it doesn't please them because the goal is to make you miserable remember so they can't keep acting in ways that make you happy they need to show you that misery so they can be in control they can feel like that they ones holding the reins and calling the shots but if you begin to do that and you have friends that would make you see the light that would you know call you to other that would be there for you and support you and give the emotional strength that you need to walk away from them it will not really work would it it wouldn't really work what a narcissist seeks to do is isolate you um i had my abuser told me that um i was trusting my friends too much and he didn't like my friends and i should reduce the way i talk to them about things you know all these funny funny things <laughs> i am so so grateful to tomorrow if there's anything i am grateful for is the fact that i held on to my best friend At least i refused to let go of her because she was one of the people that helped me save myself she was one of the people that saved my life so you need to watch out for those people, that boyfriend, that girlfriend, that spouse, that partner that doesn't want you having support system outside your relationship. You need to watch out for them. It spells nothing good, especially especially when these people continue to maintain their own friendships outside your relationships. They're telling you they don't like your friends. They're telling you to stop hanging out with your friends. But... They are very, very good and close and g's with their friends, even friends of the opposite sex if they are straight, and friends of the same sex if they are not. Do do you get? So, this this is a red flag and it's something that you need to watch out for. Why don't you know it's, it's an entirely different case if your friends are actually, you know, evil? If your friends are actually hurting you and, you know, maligning you and making you feel terrible and miserable, you know, in this case, your partner can tell you that I don't think these people are healthy for you and I think you should cut them off. In that case, your partner is acting in your best interest. But when your friends are amazing, beautiful, awesome, and they they pour into you so much and then your partner is having issues with them, babe, guy, that's a red flag. That person is most probably a narcissist. Now, that's step one, right? The cut of your support system. What else do they do? In, in a bid to isolate you, in a bid to further isolate you, they cut off the things that make you who you are, the things you love. They start having picking issues with your hobbies, they tell you they don't like the fact that you know you take too much ice cream they don't like that they, they would rather you eat salad to tell you you're too fat you're too skinny um, why do you do your gravity why don't you work out why do you they, they start picking you no know, issues with everything in your life it could even be oh why you, I don't like the way you are so vocal on social media you need to you know calm down you are showing yourself too much why do you keep talking about this on social media why do you keep talking about that you start picking issues with everything you do and making you feel like everything you do is a problem and in order to in order to please them you need to stop doing these things yeah and then you stop all the things that you used to enjoy doing that make you who you are you stop doing them to please this person and then they take it a step for that. They try to attack your finances. A narcissist will probably tell you that it shouldn't work. They probably won't boldly support your aspirations, your dreams, your career you know, growth moves. They won't support these things because they don't want you to be bigger than them. And that's one thing that I want to, I want to point out again. Narcissists are very, very envious. Some are a little more obvious with their envy. You know someone will tell you ah, now wow since we are just improving and going higher also oh, because you are any more money than me now you will not respect me again or oh, because you are you are now more famous than i am you will not you know, give me a time and attention again you know these they can do that or they can be more subtle by telling to that ah you know playing the pity party Make it in seems like, seem like okay now that you are now doing well for yourselves and you know ah I'm just I'm I'm just you could get things like I was just thinking about how things are really moving well for you right now and you know I just seem to be stuck nothing is going on good for me I just wish that you know if I wish <laughs> I wish we could switch places <laughs> they will say it like it's a joke guys you need to be careful. Narcissists are very envious and they will do whatever they can to bring you down from whatever pedestal you are rising on. So you need to watch out for these things. Now, what happens if a narcissist succeeds in isolating you? Hmm. They begin to unveil. They begin to unmax You know, what you do realize is that from the first day you met a narcissist, they were manipulating you. They were manipulating you in the sense that they were giving you a false image. They were making you believe fall in love, you know, with someone who doesn't exist. So they've been manipulating you from the very start, very very subtly. But once they now believe that they have you right where they want you, they've isolated you partially or fully from the things that would support you and help you draw away from them, find your way out, find an escape route. They now begin to review who they are. And how do they do this they use gaslighting you know i i really can't wait for our episode on gaslighting something would happen and the narcissist will make you believe that it didn't happen but you you actually called me a clown no me called you a clown when did i call you a clown never i didn't see you were a clown i said that what you said was funny i said you were funny so because i said you were funny now there's none of me i'm calling you a clown and you don't be wondering that they actually did call me a clown she actually did send say i'm a clown so am, am i is it that my memory is 40 am i remembering this thing wrongly is it really possible that they just said i was funny you begin to doubt your own self you begin to doubt your own memories you begin to doubt the things that you remember it gets to the point where you can't even trust yourself anymore because now you feel like you're a mad person now you feel like you are crazy now you feel like you know you are losing your memory and you're having memory lapses you feel like there's something fundamentally wrong with you or seriously wrong with you in any case but that's not true we are just a victim of narcissism of narcissistic abuse in any case another way a narcissist operates is that They begin to demean you They begin to demean all of your efforts all of your endeavors Yeah, they might praise you, you know, but they are praising you in a mocking way. Say, ah, ah, hey So you said you could do something like this uh and that's nice. Uh, You really surprised me. That's nice. That's nice That kind of you know statement doesn't really raise any echoes inside of you it doesn't really make you think anything is wrong but in your subconscious something is happening it's telling you that when you, when you sit down to think about it you're like so this person didn't actually think i could do this thing wow okay now imagine hearing that over and over again over and over again you begin to believe it. And that's another thing. Anastasis is very, very good at doing that. They're good at making you believe, you know, the things that they tell you about yourself. When somebody repeats something often enough, your subconscious begins to imbibe it. Until before you realize it, it's, it's what you think of yourself. At every point in time that they're, they're making you feel like you're incapable, you are incompetent. With, they pick a problem with everything you do oh I, I talked about it in a in last episode oh um why would you arrange the plates this way or oh, why why would you you know p- spend this amount on this kind of item why would you do this why to be like, you begin to second guess yourself another thing that a narcissist would do is that they will start to involve third party you know when it feels like they're not they're not having enough hold on you they begin to involve somebody that they tell their own side of the story so it's not be as if that person is emphasizing what they are telling you so what they're telling you has to be true right they'll say oh she's very very extravagant she spent too much money like please let me talk to her i don't understand what's going on with her And then that person is coming to talk to you and what you just spent money on was something that was actually necessary, or even if it was not necessary, maybe you just wanted to spoil yourself a little because how many times you really spoil yourself, and then you're not thinking, Am I really that extravagant? You know, he said it and somebody else also said it. Maybe I truly am extravagant. A narcissist will body shame you, they will say you in so many ways that you are not you're not pretty enough. You are not beautiful enough, you're not slim enough, you're not fat enough, you're not tall enough, you're not short enough. They might not say it outrightly, and they might say it outrightly when you know the abuse gets more aggressive. They can say things at first they can say things like, uh, if only you know your skin was clearer. Ah, if only you were a little taller now, you'd be rushing me, yeah. <laughs> If only you were a little shorter, now you know, able to hug very well, it would be the perfect fit. If only you were a little lighter. If only, ah, I really wish that you had more hips. This clothes would have just, you know, set right on your body. They seem like armless statements, don't they? But what I'm trying to tell you is that your looks aren't good enough for them. And then when it becomes more blatant they tell you things like you know you are not the most beautiful woman or the smartest woman in the world they tell you things that um you are not really fine sha i'm just being honest with you you are not fine but but you are trying and then when it now gets aggressive you ugly looking haggard cretin who, who wants to be with you who wants to stay with you you're too ugly we have nothing to offer you don't know anything. I'm I'm being with you because I love you. You know, you, you should be grateful to me because if if you leave this relationship, if I leave this relationship, nobody is going to love you. Who's going to who is going to want to be with somebody like you? And then you now begin to feel grateful for their love are hurting you they're making you feel miserable they're making you cry but you can't leave you can't walk away because you you've come to believe everything they tell you that you are not good enough and that nobody will love you if you choose to walk away from them or if they decide to walk away from you are you seeing this a narcissist will over over not over they will over what's overing? Moving is basically when a narcissist continues to maintain unwanted contact with you, even after you do manage to get out of the relationship. You can do this by, you know, love bombing you again, by reaching out to you on special days, telling you things like, ah, "This time two years ago was our anniversary. Remember when this time one year ago we went to that party?" Like guy babe what's all this trip down the memory lane i don't want to remember can we just leave it at that a narcissist can try to reestablish connection with you if you do end connection by making threats if a narcissist can can stop you from living or doing the things you want to do or having a or living a happy life by threatening to arm themselves maybe when you, you you, are really beginning to un- realize that this relationship is, is toxic. This relationship is unhealthy. I cannot continue like this. What do they do? They go into manipulation mode. Emotional blackmail. I'm going to hurt myself. You know I can't live without you. If you leave me, if you're angry, if you don't forgive me, I'll kill myself. You know I'm suffering from depression. You know i been suicidal. Please don't leave me. Don't. And then you now begin to feel bad and responsible and you're like, I don't want them to hurt themselves. Girl, guy, that is abuse. Anybody that threatens to harm themselves just to get something from you in return is an abuser. That person is an abuser. They will go on a smear campaign. You know what a smear campaign means? It means when they go around rubbishing and tarnishing your reputation your image by telling people lies about you they will send you vicious vicious harmful texts to make you feel miserable and terrible a narcissist will tell people outrageous lies about you and even when nobody's believing they'll come and tell you that people are badmouthing you have you ever had to deal with someone who always hears something bad about you do you know what they were even saying? They haven't seen that I should not trust you because uh, anytime you break up with all your girlfriends, what you used to do is you go around telling people bad things about all your girlfriends. Who is saying that? Nobody. Nobody is saying that. They're just claiming that people are bad mouthing you to draw you in. You suddenly feel helpless all over again. You know you want to know who's saying all these bad things and untrue things about you. You are asking the narcissist question. You are before you realize it, you are looking to them to help you solve the problem that they created in the first place. Narcissists will act like nothing ever happened. They will hurt you and they'll refuse to say sorry and they'll act like nothing ever happened. narcissist also likes to create drama that is another way that they operate if any relationship with a narcissist have you ever noticed when you that you put like you are dating someone and something is always up you say one thing and they take it out of context you say things like ah i'm really really tired oh i'm sorry i can't chat today babe i'd like to go to bed and they'll be like oh so you are too tired for me now so after the long day, after paying attention, you don't have time to speak to me again because, oh, wow, I'm the least important person in your life. Do you even care about me at all? Like, and you'll be wondering, where is this coming from? Where is this coming from? They love drama. They love conflicts. They love chaos. And because they love all of those things, you cannot have peace when you're in a relationship with the narcissist. What is inner peace? you can't have inner peace when you're in a relationship with a narcissist it's not possible it's not possible at all so guys we have been speaking for over one hour and i hope that um i have been able to cover a lot but before we go before i round up we are are going to have a part two because we are going to talk about how to deal with narcissists how to walk away from narcissists and how to move on from them we'll also be covering the effect that dealing with a narcissist has on us the scars that they leave on us but before that i want us to you know also look at look into other ways that a narcissist can operate a narcissist weaponizes silent treatment i tell people that silent treatment is emotional abuse A narcissist is the kind of partner that would block you everywhere after you guys have a misunderstanding. And even if they do unblock you, they won't speak to you for a good number of hours or days. Narcissists will go cold on you if you are living in the same house. They'll keep malice with you to punish you. It's not because they're not happy. They just want to punish you with their silent treatment. They are weaponizing. They want you to know feel uncomfortable they want you to feel bad they want you to feel miserable they want you to feel like you are the one who has something to apologize for when actually they are the ones who hurt you a narcissist insults you demeans you emulates you and you're telling "Guy, babe i'm not i'm not comfortable with this thing you said i don't like the way you handled this situation and then, so, so are you thinking that I'm, I'm a bad person? I well, say I'm a wicked person, right? No problem, I'm a wicked person. Because you you, you believe I'm a wicked person, I'm not going to try to prove you wrong. I'll just let you be and keep doing my own thing so that I won't, you know, infect you with my wickedness. And that's it. They go quiet. No apologies, nothing. Just silence. And because that's not who you are because you want peace because you want warmth and affection you start stewing, in you know in the discomfort that they've put you in and you start wanting to make amends reaching out to them going over and beyond to make things better and apologize and make peace girl honey you didn't do anything wrong another way analysis operates is that it's always your fault. I've said it before. It's always your fault. Because they never want to be wrong. Because they're never ready to apologize. If you call them out on their sheets, they'll spin it on you. They'll spin it around and pin it on you. A narcissist will always, always pick on you. They will pick on you a whole lot. And you'll keep wondering, like, why do you keep picking on me? You get, you know, I remember when, um, I posted on my status that, okay, my birthday is coming and you people, you know, it was, it was, my birthday is in December, so it was a new month and I posted on my status that you guys, it's going be my birthday soon, start preparing my birthday gifts, so I'm expecting it for me people. And then this person replies my messages and this person calls me my status and this person calls me a Bambiala. i was like i don't understand say you are a beggar and nah, you are begging what's been between you and those people that will put on their status Urgent, eh, or kill needed, or i'm craving this one i'm craving that one i said i don't understand people do this all the time i'm not like i'm just catching cruise. said no you're a Bambiala. bambialla <laughs> beggar just carry just put to a, uh, account number and let people know that you are begging for money i was so hurt i was like i don't understand that because i was really know where i was coming from i mean people just say get start keeping my birthday gift it's something that a lot of people do and i really like if nobody gave me birthday gift i'll be fine i really had no hidden motive or intention against it and this person knew it was very very much aware that it was coming from a really, really honest and innocent place but it just wanted to pick on me and it and even when i tried to explain that's another thing you need to know, Not about narcissists even when you try to explain how their actions hurt you they would never see it they would never understand because they lack empathy and they really just don't care so even when i was trying to explain that guy you can't keep saying this thing even you die my boyfriend how many times i've ever asked you for anything it kept you know emphasizing the old bambiala and laughing And I felt really, really horrible. This is what a narcissist does to you. They pick on you. And then they weaponize sarcasm and jokes. They use sarcasm to make you feel foolish, stupid. Like why? Why would you do this? So, guys, these are the things that you really need to be paying attention to. Now, next episode, we are going to talk about what narcissistic abuse does to you and how you can walk away from narcissistic abuse i have spoken a lot today so much and i hope that in one way or the other the things that i've said have helped open your eyes to some of the narcissists in your life i hope that you can now recognize them you can now understand why that person who only seems to ever hurt you keeps acting the way they do and how why that person was so sweet to you in the beginning suddenly turned into someone you can no longer recognize even as you can no longer recognize yourself in the mirror because of the work they've done on you with that with their abuse this is what we'll be looking into next episode wow i hope that you guys not bored from how long this episode has been and i just want to say thank you so so much for being with me on this episode um as i said last time you can always send questions suggestions dilemma to our gmail address the living and healing podcast at gmail.com you can also send your messages your comments to my instagram dm at phoenix black that's my instagram page is at phoenix dot black um yeah so these are all the ways that you can reach out to me after our second episode of narcissism we are going to be inviting a wonderful guest and then um more guests on the show like i promised in our introductory episode so yeah that's it guys um i hope that this episode once again has been really really enlightening for you and i hope that you feel empowered in the sense that now that you realize what's really going on in that abusive relationship it's it's it finally feels like you have hope You know, to do something about it, to walk away, to leave and to heal. And just like I always like to say at the end of every episode, abuse can be very, very devastating and it can change your life forever in extremely severe cases. And healing might seem like something that would never happen, but it will happen given enough time. So I just want to encourage you again. If you're a survival out there, well done for living. If you are still trying to heal, you are so strong. You are a warrior. Please don't give up. And if you are still a victim, that is to say, you are still in this abusive relationship, all hope is not lost. You can still find the strength to leave. To heal if you feel like you've lost your support system you've lost people that matter let this community we are building on here be your support system reach out to me reach out to me you know take a session let's talk about things let's get better physically so guys that's it we've come to the end of this episode um i like to say it's been amazing I didn't think I was speaking for this long and no one of our episodes will not be the norm. <laughs> but yes, guys, thank you so much. If you've listened up to this point, I truly, truly appreciate you for speaking, for sticking with me. I also appreciate all the other amazing people who have been listening, sharing, you know, spreading the word. You guys, I truly, truly, truly thank you. Um, I just want to say, please don't stop keep listening, keep telling your people, keep spreading the word, just keep doing it, I'm so grateful, I'm ever thankful, and I can't wait for us to do more and more with this podcast, if there's anything you like me to talk about, let me know, if there's any form of abuse you'd like me to quickly brush, brush through, let me know, if um, you have dilemmas, you know, dilemmas are basically, you know, Questions about any critical or complicated situation you might be facing, but do not go about it. Please send them to me via my IG DM or my email address or the podcast email address. I look forward to hearing from you guys. So, yes, that's it. Um, it's been the Living and Healing Podcast, and I'll catch you on the flip side. Bye bye.